Hi, I'm Keenan. And I'm Rachel. And on this episode of Part of Our World Podcast, we are going to be discussing Thanksgiving at Walt Disney World, something that Rachel and I haven't done, um, but we are really looking forward to hearing from our special guest, Samantha Alk from Capture the Magic Vacations, who has some experience in that area and will share her thoughts with us and we get to share with you guys. So this episode, we are joined by Samantha Alk of Capture the Magic Vacations. Who, Hi, Samantha. Yes. Hello. So I, I have gotten to know Samantha a little bit over joining that agency myself, and um, she is a Disney expert by all means. So um, we wanted to bring her in to talk specifically about doing Thanksgiving at Walt Disney World. So, Samantha, thank you so much for joining us. Not a problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, we're excited to hear all about Thanksgiving Disney style. We want to so. go during Thanksgiving, and it's one of those things where we're a little bit apprehensive about what all is involved, mm-hmm. and we know kind right. of what's exciting about it, but then there's there's the good, bad, and the ugly. So hopefully right. we'll, we'll get into that tonight. But good. as always, we like to start by getting to know our first-time guests. So, Samantha, um, maybe we could start with you telling us a little bit about kind of how you came to love Disney in the first place. Sure. So, as a child, um, I went to Disney with my family. I have an older sister and then my parents. So, we went twice when I was younger in the 80s. I think I was uh, three and six or four and six. So, I was super, super little uh, when we went. So, I don't remember much about it when I was there as a child but then uh, my sister uh, she got married and actually her and her husband had their honeymoon at Walt Disney World there they were there for a week Um, and then once they had kids they became DVC members Uh, so they took our family uh, the first time we went around Thanksgiving Uh, It was my parents and my husband and I, and then it was my sister and her husband and their two kids. So we didn't have kids at the time. Uh, We were just going as adults. And I just remember going for my first time as an adult and, you know, just feeling that the Disney magic coming back, you know, you feel it as a kid, but I feel like it's different when you're an adult. It's, Mm -hmm. it's still magic, but it's just a little bit different. And I feel like I could appreciate it more when I was an adult. So mm-hmm. after that trip, I, you know, started loving it again. Uh, and then my husband and I had two kids and we started taking them. And we've been about six or seven times since my kids have been born. They're, they're six and four. Um, and it's just, I think my the love of Disney has just grown substantially since having kids because I think you see the Disney, you know, you see it through their eyes and mm-hmm. it's, I don't know. <laughs> I think it makes me love it even more, which my husband's not that big of a Disney fan, which is hard because I could literally talk about Disney all day, every day. <laughs> and 
And yeah. he's just we like, understand. Sam, I, yeah, he's like, I really, like, I can't hear <laughs> about you planning another trip, <laughs> which is kind of how I got to being a, tra- a travel agent. So, yeah. Yeah, that wow. was our next question. So, how, yeah, our next question was, how did you make the transition from just being, you know, your average Disney fan to taking the plunge into doing travel agency stuff and planning right. so vacations I've, I've, for others? Yeah, I've always loved planning vacations. It's not just Disney, but any type of vacation. I mean, even, you know, my personal vacation, I always love looking for great deals and, you know, how we can save money here and there. And that's what we love to do. We love to travel. Um, We haven't taken the kids out of the country or anything like that, but that's just what we love to do with our kids is go away for the weekend or take trips here and there. So, you know, when I started planning our Disney trips, like I said, just talking to my husband constantly about Disney, he was finally like, you know, you should really put all of that Disney energy into something. And so I, I thought to myself, I'm like, you know, I wonder if there are travel agencies out there that I could possibly join and yeah, put my love of Disney towards helping other people plan. Because I feel like a lot of people don't know if they've never been to Disney, they don't know everything that goes into planning a Disney vacation and it can be Mm -hmm. very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. And so if you use a travel agent, you know, that takes so much stress off of their shoulders you know, they're not waking up at 5 a.m. to make fast pass selections or dining reservations. That's what we do. So that was another reason why I wanted to do it. Cause I'm like, I've been to Disney so many times. Why not use that knowledge to help other people that might not be as knowledgeable about Disney vacations? So, yeah. So many people say, you know, do you really need a travel agent to do Disney? And I just point to my friends, several of whom have, have done Disney and been like, eh, it was just okay. Or, you know, right. it was stressful. Or, well, we didn't really get to ride a bunch of stuff. And it's like, mm-hmm. if especially if you have not been, you know, work with a travel agent. If you want to do your own fast passes or dining reservations, the travel right. agent will let you do all that. But, like, just to have that sounding board of somebody to – somebody who's been there a lot who can right. – answer your questions and just kind of navigate that process because it is unless you plan it out it's you're going to miss a ton of stuff when you go to Disney so much because I and I feel like too you know for me and I don't know if I I know a lot of people don't feel this way I feel like on a Disney vacation it's not one of those relaxing beach vacations at an all-inclusive resort where you can just lay around all day and you know wake up late and it's Disney. For me, my kids are up at, you know, the crack of dawn every morning. We are doing rope drop every morning because I feel like you can get so much more done in the morning before the crowds get there. And like you said, you you talk to people and they're just like, oh yeah, we got to the parks at like 10 or 11 and we only rode like five rides that day. I'm like, oh, (laughs) you missed out on so much, so much. Right. Or things like, oh, there was a parade. Oh, you missed an amazing parade, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And the thing about a travel agent, though, too, and a lot of people don't realize this, you know, you think of travel agent, you think of like hidden fees and you're going to have to pay them an X amount of money for them to plan your trip. But that cost is already included 
in your vacation package, whether you use a travel agent or not. Right. So in it's not just Disney, lots of other, most other travel websites, um, you know, theme parks, they put that commission for the travel agent in their pricing. And that you, like I said, you pay it, whether you use a travel agent or not. So why not use a travel agent and somebody who's really an expert in that area to do all of the, the stressful stuff for you. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, actually, my first my first clients are not Disney at all, and that's one of the first things that I noticed is that if I compared the prices, the travel agent prices, with the um, prices that you could just go and look normally, um, they were the same. So yeah. you're not you're not paying extra, right? You're just the cost is already included. You might as well right. take advantage of someone who's going to do all the the heavy lifting for you. Yep, yeah, I agree. I agree. So, and then sometimes agents do get like discounts, agency exclusive discounts, and right. Um, then you can offer a, a, an even better price. But yeah. Disney well, that does not, Disney does not work like that. Well, no, but it, I do find, and a lot of people don't realize this, that you know, my job is to make sure that you're getting the best deal possible. So if you book a trip and you put down the deposit, and even if your trip is paid for, if you're six, seven months out and a new discount comes out for when you're traveling, you know, uh, as travel agents, we're always able to pull up your vacation package and kind of move some things around to see if your package, uh, if it's, you know, can be discounted with that new, with that new discount that they came out, like free dining, you know, if they come out with free Mm -hmm. dining in the fall and you're going during the free dining, it's like, Oh, Hey, well, when I made my trip, free dining wasn't available, but it is now. And so us as travel agents can go in and we can change that price for them. And so, you know, I think a lot of people don't realize that they need to be looking out for discounts a lot and, right. and try to take advantage of that because you can always apply it to your vacation package. So again, mm-hmm. <laughs> more reasons why to use us. We do, like you said, all the really dirty work. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about Disney at Thanksgiving. Okay. Because so we have not been, and yeah. you have been twice. Is that correct? I have. And yes. So I was just talking to my sister tonight And, you know, I was telling her about how we had been to Disney twice. Both of the times were with my whole side of the family. So my parents were there, my sister, her family, me and my family. Um, And I, you know, I had mentioned going to Disney twice at Thanksgiving. She was like, well, we've only been once on the actual week of Thanksgiving. And I was like, really? (laughs) She's like, yeah, well, the first time was in 2012. So we actually went the week after Thanksgiving. But then when we went um, just two years ago, so in 2017, we were actually there for Thanksgiving break. The the whole week we were there for um, on Thanksgiving. So. Okay. So did you notice major differences between being there over Thanksgiving break versus the week after? So not... Really? I mean, yes, the crowds, of course, were less the week after Mm -hmm. just because, you know, kids go back to school. They only usually have either that week or the Wednesday, Thursday, Friday of Thanksgiving off. Um, So I think the crowds were less. uh, And on Thanksgiving and that 
week of Thanksgiving, you know, the crowds are high. It's a major holiday. Um, I personally don't think it's as busy as between Christmas and New Year's. I mean, the park usually reaches capacity that week. So Mm -hmm. it's not that busy. It's not like, you know, it's shoulder to shoulder everywhere you walk and it's miserable. It's busy, but I think it's manageable. You can manage the crowds. And so are you still, so if you do some advanced planning, do you still feel like you're able to do everything you want to do during that time? Yes. I know we did. Um, But again, we're the type of Disney people that we like to be at the park super early in the morning Mm -hmm. because I feel like that time for when the park opens, whether it's, you know, eight o'clock, nine o'clock up until lunchtime, you could probably get in seven, 10 rides within just a couple of hours, you know, cause the, I think the park is way less crowded in the morning. And then once it's lunchtime and early afternoon, that's when it starts getting busy. So we would always, uh, go back to the resort. The kids would have a little downtime. We'd have a little pool time and then we would get ready and then go back to the park early evening around dinner time. And then we would close out the park. So yeah, that when I seems like it's the... manageable and that's how we did it. You know, we, we tried to get away from the parks when it was, when we thought it was going to be the busiest. Mm-hmm. And that seems like so. the Disney expert way of doing things. Cause you know, like the Disney people I talk to, like that's like what everybody does. But I guess there's like the common populace. They just don't do that. They get there late and maybe, you know, they don't want to rush it in the morning or whatever. Well, yeah, it's, but it's vacation. You know, but, how many right. people were like, I want to wake up at five because we're waking up at 530 in the morning. Yeah. Right. I mean, like, Rachel, you would never get up no. that early willingly no. except to go to Disney. Disney when I'm out of bed. It, it does. And I feel like I can't sleep. You go to bed so late if you close out the park and then you, by the time you get on the bus or whatever transportation you're taking and you get back to the resort and you finally get in bed, I mean, it could be midnight, one o'clock by the time you're getting to bed. And then I feel like, you know, I, when I was just there in October, I was up that first day I was there. I think I was so excited. I was up at four 30 that morning. Mm-hmm. I was going to Animal Kingdom. I knew that I wanted to rope drop Flight of Passage. And they had early morning hours. It opened up at 7. I knew I had to get onto the bus by like 5.30 or 6. It's it's intense. It is. <laughs> yeah, sure. so you need that mid-afternoon break. Yeah. If you're, you really do. I mean, your, your kids route. need it. Yes. And you do too. I mean, just to be able to go and take your shoes off and put your feet up. Or like I said, go down to the pool and... If your kids don't want to rest and they don't take a nap, go to the pool. And if the weather's nice, let the kids swim. You know, you can get a drink at the pool bar and relax. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. So that's another a question, I guess. You know, weather pretty nice and, and you're able to swim and it's not too chilly in, in November? We've had it both ways. So the okay. first time we were there in 2012, I remember sitting um, on the curb on main street waiting for the, it was when they still had the nighttime parade, the electric light parade that they had a long time ago. Mm -hmm. We were sitting there waiting for that to start. And I, they were selling hot chocolate 
and I had to run into the toys or the clothing store and I bought a sweatshirt and a fleece blanket. I was freezing. It was probably in like the fifties or sixties, but in Florida that feels cold. Mm -hmm. So, but then when we were just there in, in 2017, we had awesome pool weather. So it, it's really a crapshoot. You don't know what you're going to get. It really is. Yeah. It's good to know. And I guess one downside then is you kind of have to pack expecting both. Well, right. Because usually it's cold in the morning. That's what I found out that it's cold in the morning. So take a light jacket, you know, you can wear shorts, but make sure you have like a hoodie or a light jacket to wear. And then by the afternoon, this, you know, the sun's up and everything it's, it's usually warmer. Ah, Okay. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, so as far as like going around Thanksgiving, especially on Thanksgiving, like what mm-hmm. can guests expect to find that's different from, you know, your normal Disney trip? So the menus at the restaurant, they are going to all have a Thanksgiving option for you. They'll mm-hmm. still have their regular menu, um, but I know a lot of the table service restaurants they will have like you know turkey mashed potatoes dressing things like that uh liberty tree tavern is a great one to go to because really you can get that patriots platter all the time you know that's gonna have your turkey your mashed potatoes your stuffing all that good stuff um but whispering canyon they've got the you know they do the all you care to enjoy platters so they have a thanksgiving one that's available on thanksgiving and it comes with turkey and ham and sweet potatoes and cornbread and gravy and all that stuff. You know, everything that you would get at home, you can still get at Disney. So, you know, you're going on Thanksgiving and I feel like people are going to be like, oh, we're going to miss Thanksgiving dinner and it's not going to be the same. You can still you can still have Thanksgiving dinner, but just at Disney. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds like a win to me. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Now, so just to clarify, that's just Thanksgiving, not like the week of. They don't have those special menus like the day before or day mm-hmm. after. Right. Most of them, if not all of them, are just on okay. Thanksgiving okay. day. Whether you eat lunch or dinner, it's yeah. You'll you'll have that option. But like I said, you still have the option to have regular stuff too. You okay. know, whatever is on their regular menu. Okay. Now you do get all the wintry Christmas time decorations for the most part. I think by Thanksgiving, right? You should have all the trees at the deluxe resorts. I, and oh, correct yeah, me if I'm wrong, changed, but I think that's changed right after Halloween. Yeah, well, I know the trees don't go up right away at the resorts, and then I think you've got um, festival of the holidays would not start right away. In fact, festival that of the holidays at Epcot Friday. Yes. So that starts on Black Friday. Yes. Oh, so festival. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the festival of holidays starts on Black Friday and so does the candlelight processional that also starts on the Friday after Thanksgiving. Okay. Were you able to experience like a good smorgasbord of Christmas activities then? For sure. Yeah. So we actually, the first year we were there, we did the candlelight processional and we saw Neil Patrick Harris and it was really cool. So we did the dining package. So uh, we ate at La Cellier and had a really nice 
I think it was, you know, early dinner. Um, and then that was part of the dining package. So then you get like preferred seating for the candlelight processional. And it it was really cool. It was awesome. That's great. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Yeah. We enjoyed it. Did anything else stand out to you as far as kind of must do Christmas activities? Um, well, one thing to know is that the Christmas party, Mickey's very merry Christmas party that does not go on during the week of Thanksgiving. Oh, interesting. Yeah. It's, they've stopped doing it. And I don't know if that's just because they're anticipating the crowds, you know, Mm -hmm. because they've got to close the park at 6 PM whenever they have the Christmas party that night. So I don't know if they're trying to not close the park that early because they know they're going to have so many people. Um, That way they can keep the people in the parks. I don't know. But if people are wanting to go and experience that while they're there, you're out of luck because they don't have it that week. Okay. So you wouldn't even get it like the Monday or Tuesday before or the Monday and Tuesday after? Or or would those be kind of? I think those might. I know definitely not the Monday and Tuesday before. Um but I'm not for sure about the Monday and, and Tuesday, you know, the week after. But I know it's definitely not the Monday through probably even Saturday or Sunday. That whole week of Thanksgiving, they don't have one. Okay. I'm checking on uh, fact checking right now. So it looks like the Sunday before there is one. Okay. It's, it's sold, it's sold out. out. Um, and then the Sunday after. Okay. So Monday through Saturday of that week. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good to know. Yeah, that is good. good. And if you stay the week after, like you did the one year, you've got yes. sun- Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So that's like a normal week for the party. Right. Right, right, right. Yep. Yeah. That's and really good to know because another... I feel like that would be a must do for us if we went during this time. Yeah. yeah and so I haven't done that the week. Christmas party. So that would, yeah, I'm definitely one to do that one of these times. Because I haven't done it yet either. But another thing to know, though, on Thanksgiving, um, if you have any dining discounts, such as Tables in Wonderland, those are not honored on Thanksgiving. Huh. Okay. Bummer. Yeah. So all dining discounts are a no-go on Thanksgiving. I wonder why they do that. I mean, obviously to make more money. but But Yeah. Yeah, probably. And see... You know, I don't even know. It might be that way for on like Christmas Day, too. I'm not for sure about that. Maybe since there's so many people, you know, it's like to, I don't know, encourage the season, you know, the people that are there getting those discounts, keep them home so they can get the the big bucks in. Right. Like, I don't know. Right. What? Bring in the whales? (laughs) Uh, Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So. That's some um, Christmas stuff. Did you in your crew do any um, particular Thanksgiving things besides um, the dinners or the lunches? We didn't really. Um, I do know that the resorts, they offer more activities on Thanksgiving. Uh, so, you know, usually they'll have crafts in the lobby for the kids to make and they'll have characters at the resort for you to meet. Um, 
we didn't partake in those particular trips, but I do that those are available. Cool. Can I just clarify that whales is a, (laughs) it's a term used in like video games where you get people that come in instead of like little small transactions, like, oh, I'm going to pay $5 for this or $20 for that. It's the people who go in and spend thousands of dollars on like big ticket items. I mean, I figured gotcha. that's what you meant. Okay. <laughs> I'm, sitting, I'm, I'm in my head and I'm just like, before, oh, but... I hope that people don't think I'm trying to make some comment about like people who eat a lot or something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bring in the whales. <laughs> I figured you meant like the big. Big the spenders. Big, yeah, the yeah. big spenders. Yeah. Not yeah. otherwise. Uh, we yeah. got you. I'm okay. sure my face is beat red over here. But okay. Right. We got you. <laughs> All right. What, I like to clarify that. Yeah. What um, what challenges come going at at this time? You mentioned some with the crowds, and I think that's kind of expected. Like you said, it's a holiday. Right. But but aside from the crowds, or maybe some challenges that come with those crowds, um, what what are things that maybe people should be aware of heading into this? So I do think you need to book early, um, for any big holiday. If you know that you know the kids are going to be out of school all throughout the country, um, you're definitely going to want to book as soon as you can Um, just because it does sell out. Now, I was looking at Disney's website today, and they do still have availability for that week. Well, I guess this week. I mean, today's Sunday. (laughs) It's Thanksgiving already. Yes, it is. (laughs) It just seems crazy. (laughs) It just seems crazy. But they do still have availability. But I did notice that, you know, if you are a frequent Disney traveler and you guys like staying at the value resorts where some nights you can get it, you know, like $100, $110, $120, there was a room available at, I think, one of the all-star resorts. It was $159 a night, which it's not bad, no, but I still feel like it's more expensive than if you went, you know, sometime in February. Oh, so absolutely. It, I think we paid $90 know, for a room at All Star when we went in October. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So it is It is definitely more expensive. I think people should probably try to budget for that. Yeah. Um, you know, if they do want to be there the whole week, you know, definitely put that into consideration. And also you've got to think, though, too, that – isn't the Wednesday before Thanksgiving the biggest travel day of the right. year or one of the biggest travel days of the years? So if you're wanting to go but don't want to be there the whole week and you're like, oh, we'll just go on Wednesday and then, you know, we can have a long weekend out of it, I would not suggest that. You do not want to have to deal with the crowds at the airport and having to deal with travel delays and all that other stuff. Right. For sure. I, Good tip. Yeah. You know. That's that's another thing that I would think that you would sway people to get in earlier. You know, even Tuesday. I think Tuesday yeah, would take be the better extra day getting off of in than Wednesday. Right. It's mm-hmm. a day. If you have it, use it. It'll be worth your time. So those are mainly the big things. You know, booking early, the cost consideration, it could be higher. The crowds are definitely going to be more. Um, and then travel issues. So, yeah, 
and you know crowds being more it's that's totally it's relative because like you said it's less than the week after christmas busiest week of the year right. probably less than fourth of july i'm guessing right um but even i would say it's probably more like easter ish crowd okay. you know that's still mm-hmm. busy but again it's manageable there are ways to deal with the crowds yeah for sure i think for us a big challenge i don't know how to phrase it but would be just like i would love to go on thanksgiving but i think extended family expecting you to be there at that meal there would maybe be some hard feelings there right (laughs) rachel's rolling her eyes like well too bad (laughs) yeah i'm like too bad we're going to disney Um, you're welcome to get a room there and join us right join us at liberty tree yeah there you go and see that's the thing when i have gone to Disney around Thanksgiving, it was always with my side of the family. So we, my husband and I and our family, we always spend Thanksgiving with his parents and his side of the family. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't think they were upset that we weren't there, but I see, I see what you mean, but I would think, you know, I would just tell my family like, Hey, I'm going to Disney. If you want to join me, (laughs) you are more than welcome to, if not, we'll see you next year. Yeah, right. if exactly. you want to join us, I can book it for you. <laughs> right, you're, yeah, you're right. I can, I can book it for you. So, and when we went, well, both times that we've gone, like I said, we've went with my sister, and she's D, uh, her and her family are DVC. We stayed in the two bedroom villa. So the first time we stayed at Animal Kingdom, Kadani Village, and we had a Savannah view, and that is just magical. If yeah. I bet you've got the money. And if you, you know, are willing to spend it at Disney, please get a Savannah view (laughs) room. Waking up in the morning and having my coffee out on the balcony and watching the giraffes eat their breakfast is That sounds like heaven. Yeah. It it really is. It's peaceful and it's just, you've got, you know, the, it's just. Yeah, the animals are just right there. So it's it's great. And then the second time we went, we were at Saratoga Springs, which, again, is a great deluxe resort. And it's just kind of nice to all stay together if yeah. you're able to do that. So, And they've got family suites at Art of Animation and, and a couple of the mm-hmm. other resorts. So it's not like you're having to shell out tons of money for a two-bedroom villa anywhere. But, you know, you can you can find manageable options. So it's nice. You can still make it a family event. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So we talked about some of the challenges. Um, What is your favorite thing about going to Walt Disney world at Thanksgiving or why would it be something worth considering for people and families? So I enjoy it. One for the food. Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving meal is one of my favorite meals of the entire year. And I, you know, you can still get that at Disney, Mm -hmm. whether you're going to the parks during the day or whether you're staying at the resort and having a chill day, you can still go to another resort or if your resort has a restaurant that is offering a Thanksgiving dinner, you're not missing out on that food, which is a big uh, that's a big thing for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you don't but have to also, cook it. Right, exactly. You oh, don't or have clean to it cook. Up. Yes. yes. They do that for you. I told my husband, I said, 
if we go again on Thanksgiving, which I'm sure we will at some point in time, I don't want to go to the park on Thanksgiving. I want that to be one of my relaxation days. I want to get up when I want to. I want to be able to go to the pool. I want to go to Disney Springs and walk around. I want to go to a resort and have my Thanksgiving meal. And like you said, I don't want to have to cook. I don't want to have to clean. And I don't want to have to travel because I feel like, you know, a lot of times we're traveling, driving to a relative's house or you're having people over at your house, which I'm doing that this year. So well, it's stressful. <laughs> oh, thanks. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it can be stressful. So that's a good time to go when, you know, you don't have to worry about all that other stuff. You can just go and enjoy yourself. But also, I love Christmas and I love Christmas at Disney, but I don't want to go during Christmas because mm-hmm. that is crazy crowds. So I yeah. like to go around Thanksgiving when my kids have off and we can go and we can enjoy all the Christmas decorations and we can feel like it's Christmas time, but it's in November. Yeah. yeah uh, I'm sold. I'm sold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, for us, I mean, we live in the greater metropolitan area of pretty much most of our extended family. And it's still crazy getting all over the place for Thanksgiving and mm-hmm. to be able to just, I don't know, I'm biased, but to spend it at Disney sounds like the best right. holiday ever. Well, any holiday you're spending at Disney is just magical. Any day, period. It doesn't even be a holiday. Right. Yes. No, it's so true. So what did your husband, who you said isn't that big of a fan of Disney, I mean, he, did he like the Thanksgiving? And is there anything that, that he remarked of, about that he really enjoyed? Um, he enjoyed his alone time at the pool. (laughs) (laughs) I, I try to make him as happy as he can be at Disney, which is a hard task. So if ever we go, we usually go to the beach first for a couple days. So we'll, we go down to St. Pete beach in Florida. Um, we've been doing that for 15 years. We go every year. So we'll go to the beach first and then we'll go to Disney. But when I was there with my other family members, I let him have like a couple half days to himself. So he would go down to the pool or he takes his laptop and does work. Um, But then I took the kids to the park and I just kind of let him have his free time, which he really enjoys too. So I wouldn't say it's what he loves about the park. It's that he gets to relax (laughs) by himself and he doesn't have to go to the park with us and do all of the crazy schedule that we have when we go. So that's what, that's what he enjoys. That's awesome. I mean, like we just said, relaxing on Thanksgiving doesn't come by easily. Right. It really doesn't. Cool. Well, I think, I, I think you answered all of our questions. Do you have any other tips or anything to add as far as, taking advantage of Disney at Thanksgiving? Um, I don't think so. I guess mostly I just try to, you know, tell people don't, don't expect too much mm-hmm. of Thanksgiving there. You know what I mean? So you're going to go, you're going to see all the Christmas trees, you're going to see all the Christmas decorations, but you're not going to see a lot of Thanksgiving decorations. It's not mm-hmm. like you're going to be able to find Minnie and Mickey dressed up as pilgrims 
oh, that and would meet be them that way. You, amazing I mean, that would be really they did. cool. Yeah. Right. That would be that would be awesome. But you go and they celebrate the holidays, which mm-hmm. it's mainly just Christmas is what you're seeing. And I think I wouldn't ever want somebody to go and think that they're going to see all of these pumpkin decorations and fall decorations because that's just not the way that it is. It's, yeah. It's still Christmas there. So, yeah. Yep. It just is like it is, but... Halloween starts in August at Disney. Right. And Christmas yes. starts November 1st. Yeah. Yeah. There's really things does. you could do to make it feel more Thanksgiving. You could do, you know, Hall of Presidents and unfortunately, yeah, right. great moments in history. Muppets is oh, gone, but stuff shame. like that. You can kind of, you can give it that, that American, Americana feel yeah. if you want. Right. Well, they even the might have. Yeah, right. And that's what I was going to say. They even might have something at Epcot on Thanksgiving. I forgot if they did or not. I think living with the land has some addition to it that appeals to Thanksgiving, but I think it's pretty minor. Yeah. Yeah, they might have some decorations. I know right But see, I thought I just saw, too, that right now they've got that Christmas decorations at night. Have you seen that for Live in the Land? They have lights and stuff at night. No. I saw that they were extending the hours to it, so that's cool. Yeah, so they, I think they decorate some of the plants and stuff, and they've got Christmas lights. Neat. And decorations throughout. I'm totally but... fine with it being all decorated for Christmas. I mean, our we're not quite there yet, but I, if it were up to me, our whole house would already be decorated for Christmas. So making Thanksgiving feel more Christmassy to me is A-OK. Right. And see, I'm usually that way. But since, like I said, I'm hosting Thanksgiving this year, I still... I want it to feel like Thanksgiving when people come over. So mm-hmm. it, my husband hates that too, though. I've put up the Christmas tree like November 1st and he's been like, really? <laughs> like <laughs> what? A, Disney does it? a little excessive. Yeah. I know, right? <laughs> um, but I'll, we do it the day after Thanksgiving. His parents will still be here. So I make my husband and my father-in-law go outside and put up all the Christmas lights, which I think it's going to be cold and rainy this year. So good luck guys. <laughs> Where are you? I'll we're in um, middle of Illinois. I'm in Peoria, okay. Illinois. Good old Midwest. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys get the same weather we do. Yeah, yeah. Another reason to go to Disney at Thanksgiving. True. I know. I know. I mean, anything's <laughs> better than the winter that I call it winter because it's been winter since like middle of October. I mean, we had snow on Halloween. So do we. Yeah. yeah. We were yeah. trick-or-treating yeah. in the yep. snow. We didn't even go because it was like 20 degrees. And that has never happened. Never. So yeah. it's just what it was not enjoyable at all. But Mm-mm. man. All right. Well, that caps the talk about Thanksgiving at Walt Disney World. We do like to end our time with first time guests doing a lightning round, sure. which Samantha, I think I think you've heard before. So you might be familiar with some of these questions, but okay. um, you know, we'll just kind of throw them at you. You can elaborate as little or as much as you want as, okay. as to your answer. Um, so the first question is, what is your favorite Disney movie? This is a hard one. We, we like I to feel start like with there's, the easy ones. I, <laughs> but there's so many good ones. But right. I would it's say hard. since having kids, it would be Zootopia. 
Nice. Which yeah. I don't know if that's a real. I don't think that's a very popular answer or movie, but it's yeah. I my children have watched it literally like hundreds and hundreds of times. <laughs> nice. I mean, you are certainly the first of our guests to say really. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I I figure people probably pick like the classics, you know, like Lion King or Little Mermaid or Beauty and the Beast, but. I just like Zootopia. I think it's cute. <laughs> I think they yes, need to make another it's a one. Good message. They do. Yeah. Yeah. And they need to do base some Disney worlds. You know. Some... Well, it's Shanghai is getting like. Yeah. Zootopia. Yeah. Oh, really? Awesome. Yeah. That would be really cool. So when I was just there in October, I did Halloween party, and we were sitting on Main Street waiting for the parade. And Nick and Judy came out and they did like a little conga line with the kids. And I, I don't know. I just got really excited. I was like, take you to a million pictures. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I felt like I was seeing a superstar, which is, right. sounds ridiculous. No, but... <laughs> I get it. Like these characters that you love. Especially, I know. Uh, it's... Right. Well, when you can't see him every, every time you go, it's not like you can go see Nick Wilde just right. on a whim. So it's right. special. Yes. Yep. All right. How about your favorite Disney song? Oh, that one's easy. Be our guest. Uh, in good company. Yeah. Yep. Love that one. Okay. What is your What is the best Disney park snack? Oh, I have a couple, but I would say my ultimate favorite. And again, this is probably not a very popular opinion, but I would have to say popcorn. Okay. Are you talking the um, the pop secret kind, like the flavor? Yeah. Okay. Just whatever popcorn you can get at any of the popcorn carts. Gotcha. Whenever we go to Disney, our first day that we're there, we always make that a Disney Springs day because I feel like that gets you. It gets us in the the Disney spirit. We don't ever do a park day when we first get there. Um, we always go to Disney Springs first. We go to the Lego store and we go to World of Disney and we kind of walk around and and get excited that we're there. And so the first thing I do is I go to the popcorn stand that's right outside of World of Disney. I get my refillable popcorn bucket. We get always get two. <laughs> one for me and then one for my kids. Mm -hmm. um, and that I feel like is the best deal that you can get as far as snacks go. If you're not yeah. on the dining plan. Because... You buy the bucket for eleven, twelve dollars. I think it's twelve dollars now, and then you can get re you can refill it as many times as you want for two bucks. Yeah, it's a good deal, and it's a great and it's great to carry and you get a souvenir. Right, my children yeah. only eat popcorn out of Mickey popcorn buckets at home. That's awesome. That's yeah, that's what we do. And you can take them everywhere you go. So I always have the popcorn bucket when we're standing in line because, you know, kids get bored when they're standing in line for rides. So here, have some popcorn. Nibble away. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I do like Dole Whips, too. So if I had a number two, it would definitely be the Dole Whip. I have a new dairy allergy that I'm having to deal with. So Dole Whips are definitely my friend because they are vegan. All right. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, the um, Christmas tree one popcorn bucket you can get at the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party right now is probably the most coveted popcorn bucket I've ever seen. Doesn't it light up? Yes. Yeah. So if yeah. anyone's listening, 
bring Keenan back a popcorn Looking for bucket. Christmas gifts. There yeah, you go. yeah. <laughs> that would be a good one. All right. Uh, the fourth question is, what is your favorite non-e-ticket attraction? So this would be any attraction that you um, don't use like a fast pass for, particularly ones that don't even have that as an offering. I would have to say probably People Mover. I feel like it's a very, it's not very popular. I know, I know the first couple of times I went to Disney, I was like, why would I ride a ride that just takes me around Tomorrowland? Like that just seems ridiculous. But when you ride it on a 95 degree day, mm-hmm. it's heaven. <laughs> right. Yep. It's so nice to just be able to sit there and, you know, have it take you around. And you do learn a little history about, you know, the other rides in Tomorrowland. But it's nice. It's just a nice, a relaxing ride. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Sure. Nice. All right. Number five is what is your must ride at Walt Disney World? Splash Mountain. That's right. <laughs> Rachel liked that answer. Yes, I do. Do you? Yeah, it's my favorite yeah, ride. It's and my must ride for sure. Yeah. I don't even care if I get wet. Like that no. It just doesn't even bother me. It's, that drop that you go down makes my stomach drop every time and I love it. But I will yeah. not ride Tower of Terror for that reason. Hmm. Mm. I don't like the free falling feeling, but I do love Splash Mountain. Interesting. I know it's a little bit different, but it's still I think, you know, Splash Mountain still makes my my belly feel like it's you know bottoming out. But anyway, <laughs> I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I do love Tower of Terror, but the the ride to weight ratio for Splash Mountain is way better. Yeah, you get so you get much so much out of that. Yeah, mm-hmm. there's so much ride. It's, it's so more long. than just the drop, which yeah. I like the drop, but it's way right. more than that. Well, you have the little drops too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's just so. the best ride. So I agree. All right. Our next question (laughs) is, what is your most memorable character interaction? This can be an interaction in particular or just a character you always like meeting. So I would have to say Stitch. Only because when we were there once with, I was there with my husband and my two kids. My son was two And I think my daughter was still three, but he stitch was right at, oh, I guess the flagpole, you know, where the big Christmas tree always is at the beginning of main street. Uh There's usually characters standing there. Sometimes Pluto's there, stitch is there. So we saw stitch and my son just had to meet him. And so we stood in line, I swear forever and finally we got there and my son just couldn't handle anymore. He just plopped down and had a seat in stitch plopped down right next to him and just sat there with my son. And it was the cutest, most sweetest thing in the whole entire world. So, you know, stitch just hung out with him and signed his autograph book and took some pictures, but I'll never forget that when, when that happened, my son was enamored. He was just like, I can't believe it. You know, it was just so cute. That's great. That's precious. Nice. Um, Good memory. Yeah. Tell us your favorite Epcot festival. Um, definitely food and wine. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, what can go wrong eating food and drinking alcohol, right? Yeah. <laughs> Great. It's a good one. Um, number eight is the top item on your Disney bucket list. Ooh. I think it would be to go out to Hawaii and to visit Aulani, the resort in Hawaii. Okay. That that would I've never been to Hawaii, so I've always wanted to go, but you know, staying at a Disney resort in Hawaii, I mean, I don't I don't know what could get better than that. Right. Yeah. That would be pretty magical. Mhm. It really would. All right. So, number 9. You can bring back one defunct attraction or restore a current one to an older original form. What are you going to bring back? Does that make sense? It does. <laughs> and I think you guys know this answer because when you did your confessions podcast, I had given you my confession and I think I was too late to make it in the podcast, but I confessed that I had never seen uh, Illuminations oh. at Epcot. I've never seen it. And I don't know why. I've been there multiple times, you know, when they had the show. And I've never seen it. So I would definitely want them to bring that back just awesome. so I could see it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's I a think, recent change. Yeah, very recent. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. going to say, I would not expect that to right. be an answer, at least in this decade. So, Yeah. That's, that's I guess this decade's back. almost ending. Yeah. I know. Don't say that. That's just, <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel really old. Same. Yep, we're all in it together. Okay, last question. Yeah. Don't quit your day job, but if you had to be a cast member, what would you do? I would be one of the ladies working at Main Street Confectionery, and I would be making all of those yummy treats. Even though I probably can't eat half of them now, <laughs> I would still love to make all of those, like those candy apples, and ugh, they yeah. just look all so good. That would be my ultimate job. I love to cook, and I'm starting to love to bake, but just to be able to do all of that would would be my ultimate job. And plus it would smell good all day. Yeah. All day. It's like the, I mean, I'm sure, you know, they have their woes and whatnot, but just seems like the happiest place and you're just spreading so much joy through like sweets and goodies. Yeah. 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 I like that when answer. I was when I was in my early twenties, I lived in an apartment, but I lived up above a a store called the sweet shop. And my apartment literally smelled like caramel corn and fudge 24 7 it was awesome so i can only imagine that that's what that was that would it would smell just like that that'd be problematic for me because i would would just go downstairs and right and get food yeah Yeah. all the time time. sweet (laughs) treats Mm -hmm. ditto yep Cool. Well, thanks for playing along with us there in the lightning sure, round. Your, sure. your answers yeah. are forever immortalized on the Part of the World podcast. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Good. Um, so that, that basically wraps it up. Um, you know, thanks so much for coming on and yeah. spouting your Disney knowledge for us. And 
Yeah, lots of good tips and tricks and knowledge to take with, you know, for anybody planning to go to Disney during that time. I think there's a lot of good info there. So thanks for sharing that with us and for our you listeners. You're so welcome. Yeah. And, you know, you didn't have the privilege of being able to start a podcast with your husband because you just wanted to talk Disney all the time, which is what we did. So mm-hmm. you're welcome that you got to have a conversation about Disney. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I love talking to people who actually love to talk about it as well. I have a neighbor and they're actually just coming back from a Disney vacation uh, today, actually. And I feel like that's it's what brought us close together was our mutual love for Disney. So anytime anyone wants to talk about Disney. I know. It's so nice to find that you're like, oh, you're, you're one of us. (laughs) (laughs) There's like a secret code. I don't know. Something comes out and you're just like, oh, it's not just like, yeah, Disney's cool. It's like, oh, you, Mm you are in the know. You're part of the the kingdom. I will instantly like you. It doesn't matter, you know, how horrible of a person you are. If you like Disney (laughs) and you want to talk about Disney, we're friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. So yeah, we'll find another reason to get you back on here so we can have more conversations. <laughs> yes, for awesome. sure. Awesome. Um, now, as we mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Samantha is a travel agent. And so where can people find you and kind of, you know, maybe interact with you on social media, but also fi- contact you as far as uh, getting the hookup for a Disney vacation? Sure. So I have a Facebook page. Uh, it is Samantha Auk at Capture the Magic Vacations. I do a lot of Facebook posts. I'm on Twitter too. Uh, My Twitter account is AUC, that's A-U-C-H, and then 2882. Um, I love talking to people on Twitter about Disney. I feel like those are the only people I follow anymore on Twitter, it's Disney people. Uh, And also, I have an agent profile on CaptureTheMagicVacations.com. You can find me under the list of agents, and it's under Samantha Auk. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, and even if you don't need a travel agent, Samantha is active on social media, on Twitter, and always posting cool Disney stuff. So at at least give her a follow there. Well, that's how how I met you guys, though, too, right? Yes. Was through Twitter? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think we met on Twitter, and then I got hired by Capture the Magic Vacations, and yeah. sort of like, oh, hey, like. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I'm at Capture the Magic Vacations because of Nick, who I met on Twitter. Oh, really? So, yeah. Yeah, I just met him for the first time uh, when we had our Agent Academy in October when we were at at Disney World, uh, and so that was that was really cool and informative. But it's nice; it's always nice to put a face with a name. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, a, a Twitter account or a Facebook account. So it, it was a good time. Yeah, sweet. All right. Well, okay. I think that's it for our Thanksgiving episode. If you want to connect with us on social media, uh, I'm on Twitter at P-O-O-W podcast. And on Instagram, we're at part of our world podcast. And Facebook, also part of our world podcast. You can also send us an email at part of a world podcast at gmail.com. So so thanks for listening in. Yeah. And And thank you, Samantha. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. This episode is coming out on Wednesday right before Thanksgiving. So timely topic. And we hope everyone has a lovely holiday. 
All right. So, all right. All right. Until next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Are you ready? Up to Neverland. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.